Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. It is game day and sadly the last time for the 2021 Seahawks season. Let's hope they close out with a win today against the Arizona Cardinals. You know, spoil any of their hopes at getting a NFC West title. Although it would give it to the Rams, but you know, I guess I just like playing spoiler. We've got players and coaches to hear from today and some availability updates from Pete Carroll, considering a good number of starters are out for the defense today. Let's kick things off by going back to Thursday when we heard from a few offensive players we usually don't get to hear from during the week, including guard Phil Haynes. Of course, we discussed him in detail on the latest three in three out preview show for today's game against the Cardinals. But, you know, we haven't heard from Haynes in a press conference all year. So here he is talking about getting his first NFL start last week. It was awesome. Um, it, I mean, it took a while, but I mean, I'm glad the, uh, the organization stayed with me and um, was able to show I could go out there and play. And for Penny, I mean, I've been in rehab with him for a while now, and I'm good to see him out there, and I'm glad I could help him out. We also heard from wide receiver DK Metcalf, who you have to check out on the latest episode of Between Two Belores. You can find it on the Seahawks YouTube channel. DK spoke about what it's been like having to play through injury this season and what he thinks about the pressure to play through injury given Antonio Brown's recent allegations against Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers. Uh, I mean, I think it comes up a lot. Um, you know, dealing with this job, we we have a lot of stress and, you know, a lot of a lot of pressure, like you said, to, you know, to, be, able, to be able to suit up on Sunday. So, you know, we have to deal with you know, not only, um, you know, stress and anxiety and depression with all of that, but, you know, we always have to deal with, you know, nagging injuries throughout the whole year. Plus, they had an extra game. So, you know, that's that's just one more, you know, game where you're taking hits on your body. So, I mean, it's 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 a lot to deal with, uh, you know, with with everything that you have to account for during the season. Um, so I don't think it's a lot of stress, um, you know, that we have to deal with. We're, we're built to where, you know, we can play through stuff. You get hit, you know, you get back up and play the next play. So. I mean, I think we're just a product of our environment that, you know, we play through stuff like that. If it, if we if you can still walk and run, then you can play. So you know, that's the way I was brought up. And I, I think that's the you know mindset of every football player out there. Looking ahead to today's game against Arizona, Metcalf was asked if he'd ever met Buda Baker since the famous play from last season. When I, I, I was trained down in Arizona last offseason, um, my first time ever seeing him was, was on the road at a red light. Uh, you know, crazy how I look to my left and I just see you know, him driving, um, you know, his car, and we're both stopped at a red light. And, uh, you know, we both worked out at Exos, um, you know, during last offseason. So I, I've, I've gotten to know him, Chandler Jones, you know, Brian, Byron Murphy, um, you know, Marco Wilson. I've gotten to know a lot of those guys, uh, you know, from training down there with him. And as has been the trend in recent weeks, Metcalf was asked if he wants to sign an extension with Seattle this offseason. Of course. Um, you know, that's always I'm, – I'm not trying to leave. Um but, you know, we, we got the Cardinals to focus on right now. And, you know, you can hit me up later if, in the offseason if you need, need that question answered. The questions about Russell Wilson's future continued during this round of press conferences. 
And so, you know, Metcalf was asked about it, too. I stay out of grown folks business. Um, and I stay in my lane and, you know, I worry about the Seahawks and, you know, performing on Sundays, um, and, you know, during, during the week. So Russ is still a, a Seahawk and you know, I'm just going to treat this treat as such. Moving on to our quarterback, Russell Wilson, he was once again asked to affirm that he will be with Seattle next season since he has repeatedly said that he quote unquote hopes to be here despite the fact that he controls his destiny with the no-trade clause in his contract. And this question was asked by Seahawks beat reporter Corbin Smith. Well, I think, first of all, Corbin, you know, when it comes to no-trade clause in sports, the main reason is for so, so, so teams can't trade somebody to anywhere. That's the number one reason, right? Because in sports, you know, you can wake up the next morning, you're gone somewhere else. That's the number one reason. I think the, the, the going back to your main question, though, you know, for me, uh, you know, I think what I'm really super passionate about, obviously, you know, my goal is to win more Super Bowls and um, you know, my plan is to win them here. You know, it's, it's that simple. You know, I think that's uh, and so that that's, you know, there, there's nothing really else other than, other than that. Russ also talked about the importance of winning the Bart Starr Award for his outstanding character and leadership. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, to to I have been fortunate to meet, you know, Cherry before in the past. Um and my dad, my grandfather, they used to talk about Bart Starr all the time and, and, uh, and everything else. And I, growing up, obviously, I was a young, uh, young kid watching the Packers, and you'd always see his name at the top of the, of the stadium and different things like that. Um, you know, my dad and my grandfather used to always talk about, you know, what he meant to the league and what he meant to sports and, and to people. And, you know, being around Cherry a couple times has always been a tremendous honor. And obviously, playing at University of Wisconsin, I know how much – uh, the star family means to just Wisconsin as a whole, but just to be able to, um, fortunately to be, uh, to be able to win this award and, and everything else, it's, it's about amazing people. It's about, uh, you know, everybody talks about that one individual, whatever it may be, but it's really about the others around you. It just, I, I think that I've been fortunate and blessed to be around amazing people who want to serve just as much, if not more than I do. And, uh, they inspire me every day, uh, being around Sierra, being around my teammates, being around, uh, just uh, this community is obviously a very special community. And so all those things, you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I love I love playing this game. You know, I, I love going for it every day. I love waking up every day, you know, hungry to get better, you know, and and, uh, and then ultimately, you know, just to have the opportunity to be able to make a difference in the world is, is, is what this game has brought to me. So um, that's been the best part about it all. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from offensive coordinator Shane Waldron and some recent changes in the run game that has brought them some success these last few weeks. Also, we'll hear from Pete Carroll as he talks about some injury updates. A lot of players going to be out. We'll hear about all of it coming up next. The Seattle Seahawks are coming off a 51-point effort against the Detroit Lions last weekend. Let's see now what they can do against this Arizona Cardinals defense. And the guy doing it is offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. He talked about some of the recent scheme changes in the run game that has helped give this Seahawks offense a boost. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a little bit of mixture of everything. And, and also, uh, you know, I think when we're able to play efficiently in the run game and get more plays off, get more plays called, you know, allow to, allows us to get a little bit more variety going uh, along the way where we're still based on our core concepts, but then being able to mix and match some different schemes up uh, along the way. And, and we do have the versatility up front. The guards, that, like you just mentioned, the guards have done an excellent job, both Gabe and D. Lou, and then Phil stepping in uh, as pullers when we get into some of our uh, gap and trap schemes. So just having that variety, 
and really just as an offense as a whole where we do have a little bit of variety throughout the course of every game is really the goal. And, and again, that comes back to, you know, playing that good, efficient football, staying ahead of the chains and getting more plays off, you know, eliminating those three and out so we have more chances. Waldron also touched on how the recent success in the run game has opened up the rest of his offense. Yeah, I think, you know, we've had we've had a, a good chance to get some explosive plays throughout the course of the year. And so when that happens, then you end up getting some of these defenses that are playing more of the umbrella style where they're trying to keep everything in front of them. And, you know, we were able to, you know, against Detroit a couple times when they're in a, a cover two look, able to hit some runs that, that that get through that second level of the defense and up on the safeties. And, you know, that stuff starts to happen and then it's going to open up the outside. So it's all about playing that complimentary football within the run game in the past game. And, and uh, you know, throughout the course of the year when, you know, when DK's out there, I mean, he's big and fast and strong on the outside. So he's going to draw a lot of attention. People are going to try to play over the top of him. And, you know, when there have been those uh, times where he has been single, singled, he's done a great job of winning those one-on-one -on -one matchups. Moving on to injury and availability updates from Friday's Pete Carroll press conference. Let's start with his update on who will play safety with Ryan Neal on the COVID list. We got, we're going to wait and see on that one who's going to play. We don't need to show you right now. But we got guys at work this week, and we're ready to go. And uh, we've got, you know, we had to work out our, our, our backup situation, too, you know, to that. So, um, but we got it worked out, and I'm looking forward to seeing these guys play. Sounds like that's a big wait and see on that one, then. We'll also be waiting until game time for decisions on right guard Gabe Jackson and tight end Will Disley. First off, we'll take Gabe. We'll go all the way to game time, see how it goes, you know. Um, He's been kind of in and out nursing the knee a little bit, you know, at times, and we've taken care of him through the year in practice and stuff like that. So, um, but this, it's a little bit worse than it's been. So I can't tell you, it really, we won't know till Sunday. But uh, that's, that's likely, yeah, it's likely, you know, that we would uh, get a chance to see Phil. Um, same thing with Will. Will's, Will's got a sore heel, and uh, we're going to go all the way to game time and see what happens on that one, too. Um, it's just an unusual injury. I, I don't remember one like this, but uh, so I, I can't tell you anything other than he, it's uncomfortable for him. I know that he's going to have to fight through it if he, do, if he goes. And despite his efforts to try and make it back by Sunday, Bobby Wagner is listed out for this game. No, I, if it had been close, we'd have gone farther with it. it it's, it's just he's got some swelling and it just didn't loosen up enough. You know, he's got a, got a tight knee, so he, he can't do it. If he could, if there was any way, he would. They can't. Pete Carroll said there's no reason to think that Bobby Wagner will not be a Seahawk next season. I, I would love Bobby to play here forever. Uh, he's been, uh, he's been as, as solid as you could, you could ever want a player to be. And, uh, you know, we've, we, you know, we've kind of grown up as, as Seahawks together here in, in this program over the years, and I'd love for him to be here. Uh, and, and one I don't, more, see, I don't see why we'd be thinking anything else. Bobby Wagner, though, with his contract, that is going to be something to watch in this offseason to see how the Seahawks handle that. But there's going to be lots of time for that. Let's look at today and focus in on this injury report, starting with the Arizona Cardinals. There are four questionable players in defensive end Zach Allen, tight end Demetrius Harris, running back James Conner, and outside linebacker Dennis Gardeck. Four players are out, including running back Chase Edmonds, defensive end Jordan Phillips, cornerback Marco Wilson, and wide receiver Rondale Moore. For the Seahawks, Will Disley, Gabe Jackson, and Carlos Dunlap are all questionable. Bobby Wagner, Brandon Shell, and cornerback John Reed are all listed as out. That's going to do it for the show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. -N. Head on over to fieldgoals.com. 
We're going to have a game day thread for you there. That way you can interact with the rest of the community. Check that out. It'll be posted a little bit later today. And while you're waiting, why not check out Mookie Alexander's article on the latest SB Nation Reacts poll. We did apparently get a little bit of a bounce from being at rock bottom with the fan sentiment of the Seahawks heading in the right direction. After that 51-point effort last week, got a little bit of a bounce. So check that out. See where it's at. Mookie Alexander's article, SB Nation Reacts. I will be back with Clinton Bonner later this week with an episode of 3In, 3Out. While you're watching the game, send your ins and your outs to at Clinton Bon on Twitter. Use the hashtag 3I3O and hear your comments read on an upcoming show. All right, let's get on out of here and let's see if the Seahawks can close out this 2021 season with a win against the Cardinals. Until next time, go Hawks.